We got to find a way to get happy, and bells make you happy early in the morning. That's what I read. Uh, the Sterling, uh, the Sterling Bell Girls, ringing in a new day, a day filled with hope, a day filled with thoughts, positive thoughts of the future. No, it's not Optimism Wednesday. However, we are not going to reserve our positive thoughts about the Indiana Hoosiers, about the Indianapolis Colts for Wednesday. We're just not going to do it. We're going to continue to see forward with, and not backward like Frank Reich, but forward with hope and, and, and a feeling of joy. Joy! Joy! It's what we've got. All right, let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about the Hoosiers. Hoosiers tonight going up against St. Francis in an exhibition. Still going to be fun to watch. Uh, Colts news, practice squad news, and and then a, a, a comparison of quarterbacks that nobody saw coming, let's face it. And let's talk a little bit about Bill Belichick as well. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, November 3rd. Yes, November 3rd, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent. Sign up. Your sign-up bonus, your initial deposit, will be matched 150% up to $2,500. How about that? $2,500 in free play. Let's go. Subscribe. Like. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live, which we will this afternoon at 4 o'clock, and then immediately after the Indiana exhibition against St. Francis to talk about what we saw, and hopefully some of that has to do with Trace Jackson Davis. You want to donate, donate. Love that. Thank you very much in advance. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. All right, let's talk about sports. And by the way, subscribing is worth your while because next week we're going to give away an autographed uh, Jonathan Taylor jersey. How about that action? All right, practice squad move yesterday. Kind of interesting only because of the guy who is signed, and that's Jordan Wilkins. Jordan Wilkins, former running back of the Colts, spent some time with the Jaguars and the Titans as well over the last year or so. Uh, Jordan Wilkins coming home, kind of. He and Naheem Hines, really, really, really close. Great friends, lockered next to each other their entire career. Both were drafted in 2018. Maybe they passed each other in the hall. Jordan Wilkins coming in with his bag, ready to unload it in his old locker next to Naheem Hines. And Naheem Hines packing a bag, headed out to uh, Buffalo. Who knows? Maybe it happened. Maybe Jordan Wilkins got Naheem Hines' old locker. That could be. Uh, at any rate, 195 yard or carries 951 yards. He's a fifth rounder out of Old Miss in 2018. He's back. A uh, couple of run, a 55 yard run, a 53 yard run. He's a guy who can take it to the house, not too terribly often, but when he does, it's very exciting. Uh, did not practice yesterday. 
There were six because of injury. There are always a couple of rests, but we won't get into those. Jonathan Taylor did not practice yesterday. That's not a good thing for the Colts, given that Naheem Hines is now a Buffalo Bill. Like, okay, who you got? You know, you, you got Zach Moss, you got Deion Jackson, you got Philip Lindsay, and Jordan Wilkins, I guess. Um, Tony Brown, uh, Stephon Gilmore, Dennis Kelly. You got to have Dennis Kelly on Sunday, or what the hell are you going to do at left tackle? Uh, Matt Ryan didn't practice in Grant. Uh, Grant Strand uh, didn't practice. Either two were limited, Quitty Pay and Ryan Kelly. So there you go. Uh, it, it's all hands on deck. It's 3-4-1 against 4-4. Four four. The loser of this game, unlikely to go to the playoffs. The winner of this game, also unlikely to go to the playoffs, but much more likely to go to the playoffs than the team that loses. The quarterbacks in this game, Sam Ellinger out of Texas, and and uh, Bailey Zappi out of out of Western Kentucky, and, and Zappi was terrific at Western Kentucky, Houston Baptist. Prior to that, Sam Ellinger, obviously a four year starter at the University of Texas, won four bowl games. We know all of that stuff. And Sam Ellinger coming off a week that was really pretty good, uh, a loss, but really pretty good against the Commanders. And uh, the commander's secondary, not very good. The Patriots' secondary isn't terrific. The front seven is pretty good. Uh, the offense, not great either. And and if you need evidence of the mediocrity of the New England Patriots, all you have to do is look at the game that they played against the Chicago Bears a couple of weeks ago. The Bears won that game 33-14. Bears really aren't very good. And yet they went into Foxborough and kicked Bill Belichick and the Patriots right in the mouth. Uh, in that game, you, you had uh, you had a situation with the Bears where the Bears really got going. Uh, the Bears did some very, very good things. You had Justin Fields, 13-21, 179-1-1, for 82 yards, a touchdown, four field goals, a passing touchdown, a running touchdown with Montgomery, and a field scamper for a touchdown. Uh, Ellinger is not the scrambler that Justin Fields is. Ellinger isn't going to create a whole lot of offense with his feet. Neither is Zappi going to create a whole lot of offense with his feet. Both are better up here than they are here. You know, their minds are what carry them, not their bodies, not their athleticism. Uh, they're both accurate with the football. They are both decisive in the pocket. It's kind of interesting to watch and see how this kind of develops because Bailey Zappi, Bailey Zappi's fun to watch, and he's caught the imagination of the Patriots fans in the same way that Sam Ellinger has with the Colts fans. We'll see what happens on Sunday. Bill Belichick, without Tom Brady, really not very good. And as people talk about potential replacements for Frank Reich, one name that always comes up is Sean Payton, the Eastern Illinois Flash. Sean Payton is a guy who won at New Orleans. But as you look at coaches, like coaches that have great winning percentages, and we say, my God, these guys can coach, like Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick had Tom Brady. Without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is not, his record is not extraordinary, right? Right about a 500 coach. Sean Payton, with Drew Brees, really, really good. Had Drew Brees every season but one. In that season, he didn't have Drew Brees. Not so good. And then he retired. 
that's what happens. How about Tony Dungy? Tony Dungy won a million and lost very few in the regular season as a coach of the Indianapolis Colts. His first year, they were 10-6. and six. Every other year that Tony Dungy was a head coach of the Colts, they won at least 12 games. He had Peyton Manning. The coaches in the Hall of Fame, you look at those guys, they had quarterbacks, right? Madden had Stabler. Noel had Bradshaw. You know, they had quarterbacks. Or did the uh, quarterbacks have coaches? Which came first? I guarantee you that it's the coaches had the quarterbacks. That's what happened. You win in the NFL because of the guys on the field. You don't win because some guy with an abacus up in a up in a suite is radioing down to the, the head coach in his headset saying, strong go. That's not why teams win in the NFL. Teams win in the NFL because they execute on the field. All 11 guys and all 11 guys contribute to that quarterback being successful. That is critical. Frank Reich did not distinguish himself, did not bathe himself in glory yesterday doing two things. One, talking about Marcus Brady like he was dead, eulogizing him. Hey, a, a really good person, a really good coach. Really? Why is he unemployed? You know? And and then credentialing himself, saying, hey, we didn't just get stupid, you know, in first drives. For four years, we were really good in the first quarter, really good in first drives, scripting the first 15 plays, which is my responsibility. We didn't just all, this is a fluke season. He called it a fluke season. There is nothing fluky about the NFL. The NFL doesn't deal in fluke. The NFL is about do you execute? And this team does not execute. And to what extent that is Frank Reich's responsibility, that's the job of Jim Ursay and Chris Ballard to figure out. What responsibility does Chris Ballard pay or, or play, more importantly, I guess, in uh, the failure this season thus far? They're three, four, and one. You got nine games left. Things can happen. It doesn't look like they're gone. This doesn't, for the life of me, look like a team that's going to suddenly rebound and remember how to play football. But we hope for the best. That's what we do. Our coordinators talking today at noon. Gus Bradley's going to speak for the defense. I don't know who the hell is going to talk for the offense. They're splitting up the responsibilities among the remaining guys. So it's like Parks Frazier and and Frank Reich taking some of the responsibility. I don't think that he's going to talk to the media because he speaks as the head coach to the media. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's Parks Frazier. Who knows? Um, you know what? As we talk about future quarterbacks for the Colts, man, I'm telling you, uh, Hendon Hooker of Tennessee looks awful good. He's jumping up the draft boards. And uh, this is a dude, 21 touchdowns, one interception, a 71.2% completion percentage, and uh, he's got Tennessee undefeated ranked number one. He's pretty good. 6'4", prototypical kind of newfangled quarterback, not the Tom Brady slow-footed guy. Hooker looks like a guy who can find play. Is he going to be a guy that maybe the Colts target? Indiana hosts St. Francis tonight, 7 o'clock on BTN+. Plus. That means that you got to go over the paywall and it's going to cost you 10 bucks, but you only have to subscribe for the month. 
you don't don't worry about subsequent months. What you do is you subscribe and you immediately unsubscribe and you've got that month and it automatically expires at the end of the month. This is what everyone does. Nobody subscribes to BTN Plus in the month of June. You know what I mean? <clears throat> this is for specific event watching. And that so the previous exhibition, this exhibition, and then the first regular season game next Monday night against Moorhead State. Those are all behind the paywall at BTN Plus, $9.95. Plug in, unplug, out, 10 bucks. There you go. And if you don't want to spend the 10 bucks, you don't have to. Because I'm here for you. At the end of the game tonight, I'll tell you exactly what happened and what you missed if you don't want to subscribe to Big Ten Plus. And uh, Monday night, like I mentioned, the regular season opener against Moorhead State. So get ready for juvenile chants from the student body. Uh, that's what happens. You know, that, that's, that's what children do. <laughs> Maybe they'll be hilarious. We could hope for that, but they will be juvenile. Uh, will Trace play? I don't know. How about Tamar Bates? We don't even know what his injury is whether he's going to play tonight. Those guys don't need to be on the floor or even good uh, against St. Francis. What we do want to see is, is the freshmen, again, play at a really, really high level. If the freshmen can play consistently as competitors and as guys the moment not too big for, in the first game it wasn't. And the first game, like, that's easy to get up for and, and play with enthusiasm. The second game against a... Uh, a program like St. Francis, it's a little more difficult, but we'll see uh, what Jalen hood Shafino and Malik Renew and C.J. Gunn look like tonight. Those guys, terrific in the, the first game against Scott Hetty's uh, Marion Knights. Um, <clears throat> I want to see the defense shut out St. Francis for that first segment of the game. The period before the first TV timeout. Throw another shutout. They did it against Marion I'd like to see it against uh, St. Francis. Defense is going to carry this team. Mike Woodson says it, and who's going to argue with Mike Woodson at this point? Um, I'd like to see him hit 40% from beyond the arc also. Astros no-hit the Phillies last night. Woof. Series is tied 2-0. 7-0 in game three. What was it? 5 nothing last night in that no-hit. Uh, not an exciting series to this point for me. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? And let's get up a little bit. I mean, so much dour stuff yesterday with Frank Reich. Firing Marcus Brady and this and that and the other happens. And we get all bent out of shape. Naheem, Naheem gone to Buffalo. Be happy. It's Greg Cooper's birthday, for the love of God. If you can't get happy about the Colts, get happy about Greg Cooper celebrating a birthday. Get happy about the great Chuck Crabb celebrating a birthday down in Bloomington. Get happy about Mike Henn celebrating a birthday. Jen Matthews, Ken Dishner, happy birthday. Evan Mikofsky, happy birthday. Uh, Sherry Connor Palma, Jeff Maroney, Alan Persifield, Alex Tuttle, Johnny Suzanne Burrell, Carla Becker, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else at Lyft, Lyft people. It's best done celebrating others with an honest and specific compliment. Let's go be good to each other. You know, the solution to so many of our problems, 
lies in the way we treat each other, the way we respect each other, the way we lift each other. So do that. Be a force for good. We'll talk to you later this afternoon, 4 o'clock this afternoon. More about the Colts, more about the Hoosiers. It's what we do.